think there's a gas leak in my apartment, possibly. Ooh, maybe mine, too. I took the uh, battery out of my smoke alarm because I didn't want Uh-oh. it to go off when I was making pizza because the pizza drips greasy pizza <laughs> grease into the... Greasy uh, pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it does that, and then it makes my smoke alarm go off. But then I forgot to put it back up, and then I was worried all day at work that if the apartment burned down, I probably would not get insurance money for it because I had taken the battery out of my smoke alarm. Thoughts? Was the pizza greasy? It was so greasy, in fact, that it caused a grease fire. Uh-oh. That's not true at all. Kara, let's talk about Saw 2. Okay. Do you like the house setup? I love the house setup. Okay. Saw 1 was a bad movie about yes. a man putting other people in traps. Mm-hmm. Would you... Okay. Point of order before we dive into Saw 2. Yes, sir. Pillows on the Windows, a movie podcast. Hello, Carly. Um, no. <laughs> I think in the nomenclature, they're called traps, but they're not really traps. Maybe in this movie, they're traps, but usually they're not yeah. traps. Um, They are. I think they're. Tra- you don't really <laughs> walk brain. into them. It's not like I've been trapped. Yeah. I mean, what else would you call them? Devices of grisly revenge. And sometimes they're devices, but sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're just setups. Mm, what is it? Hmm. Okay. Like one of my favorite ones upcoming is the you're racing to see who cuts off more of their body weight. Oh my that's god! Not a device that's just like a conceit. It's like a ABC reality television show from 2004 or something. <laughs> Move that biggest loser. (laughs) Okay, Um, I guess that's an argument against what I was saying. Um, Yeah. No, Saw Two is like probably the only example of a horror sequel being this much better than the original. Maybe. Yeah, it is a fairly wide margin. I would say because this feels like a real movie. Yes. Yeah. It's acted and shot like an actual film instead of. (laughs) Yes. A student film that Carrie always wandered on to set. Yeah, for. A student film that they got like several big names to shoot. Ow, <laughs> I don't understand. Hmm. Yeah. But no, this is like a movie you can sit down and enjoy and go, ooh, yeah. that's gross. Don't go in there. Right. Over and over and over. Why would you put your eye against the thing? I if- don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a, the people in this one. I have a few questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. About one two. of them to really just dive right into the detail of it. Okay. Um, okay. So the guy who gets burned alive. Yes. What was the knob that he didn't twist? I think that's a remnant of an earlier script. What? I was doing a little bit of reading. He was going to have to turn that knob. He was going to have to crawl through the fire and flames and turn the knob, and then he would survive. Yeah. Why they include the shot of it? Because they goofed up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is really weird divorced yeah. from context to just be like, hey, the devil. Well, because I thought it was just like, if he turned the knob, it would be fine. Because that's what like the shooting of it makes it look like. I sometimes wonder what this sounds like to someone just wandering <laughs> yeah. into this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Saw 2 is a horror movie about a man, Jigsaw, yeah. and the cop who's trying to take him in. I think you could argue that this 
there's very good reason for this to be the last of them. Yes. Well, like, they, I think this just like maxes out. Like, it feels like it. It could be like the eighth movie where they're like, OK, we just have 10 more tricks we want to get through. Here we go. Let's knock yeah. them out. Yeah. One plot. We're right. good. Exactly. Except they kind of set up the whole like saw averse at the end. Right. Yeah. Which sucks. <laughs> yes, but it's so fun. <laughs> Why? It's always so fun. I had forgotten how twisty this twist is. They really yeah. go for it at the end here. Well, this is like, I feel tame in comparison to every twist that will happen after this. Oh, okay. See, I don't know any of these other twists, but just, yeah, this one is, I think, I had remembered the first one being good mostly for the twist. I think this twist is way better. This one is probably the best because it's like complicated or like what's the right word? Um, it, it doesn't like make a ton of sense, but it works. And then all of the twists that happen in the later movies are just like <laughs> them like solving for all of the issues in the movie in the last two minutes of the movie. Sure. Like they work um, backwards from the end. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. exactly right. So I feel like this is like the last like, OK, this really is like fun. And you're still early enough in the series to like think that there's probably some sort of twist, but you're not like figuring it out or something. Right. Yeah. Even though if you know it, they kind of start to pull the curtain back towards the yeah. end in a fun way, right. I thought. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, it, it has this really good quality of being like depressing or something in a way the first one wasn't where yeah you realize where he went wrong and it's like dude you were stupid like <laughs> this shouldn't have happened this way whereas the first one is just like oh but it doesn't have any other quality to it really it's just like oh cool yeah right like there's no it doesn't feel like there's any characters actually in the first one <laughs> no it's so crazy. The first one is just like a like a adultery drama for the whole mm -hmm. middle. And then you have this movie where it's like an actual Saw movie for the duration right. of the movie. And it's like, what were they doing in the first one? Yeah. Holy I cow. Don't know. Yeah. This movie made me like the first one less in retrospect. Because it's like, oh. Yeah, I think that's exactly right, which feels so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's a good cast of people in the house? Yes. This crew? Totally. Okay. okay. I think it's great. I think okay. like, I, I think, I feel like they did the like, um, the archetype thing really yes. well. Like they got the right <laughs> actors for each <laughs> totally. of them. Yeah. And the way they interact, like just the big dude being like such a reliable source of chaos and bad decisions is so yeah. wonderful. Yeah. It's interesting that they kill people off just through being there. Which what I do you didn't mean? remember happening. The lady just kind of dies. She's like, X marks the spot. Oh, right. She doesn't yeah. get sawed to death. She just kind of inhales subway bombing fumes and then yeah. dies. And it's like, oh, okay. It's so funny. 
funny because it's like and all of the vials that they're trying to get they're like reliably destroying them like yeah just immediately (laughs) yeah in the one in the fire it's like even if that all worked out perfectly yeah I'm guaranteeing you that, like, the heat of the fire would have denatured the properties no, of no, the... No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 It just doesn't make any sense. I would have injected myself immediately. He's yeah. like, I got the syringe. Guess I'll get the other one out. And it's like, dude, come on. Yeah. They're going to kill you as soon as you get out of the oven. <laughs> yes. but that's yeah. okay. Tear them apart yeah. and eat them. Um, yeah. I think uh, the... Tobin Bell is that the jigsaw guy? I think his yeah. acting, his performance is very good in this movie. I think so too. I th- I mean, I think he is pretty. He's one of the highlights throughout the series. I think. Like I was saying last time, that he's just cast perfectly, and he yeah. does it. He's so creepy. It's really cool seeing him in like plain clothes, like mm-hmm. going to the doctor, and then seeing him in his stupid Halloween robe, where he's like, <laughs> "Get me a water." <laughs> very silly like it's just a, yeah he really see like beyond being a murderer he seems like such a loser yeah yeah but like a cool i want to hang out with him no like he's got a cool record collection literally the exact opposite of that speaking of which the lady yeah. cop is kind of hard to wrap my head around i guess she's so, like oh i don't really get like the her relationship with Donnie Wahlberg either. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> Strange casting decision, I think. Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. All of the anything that isn't the people in the house or him talking to Jigsaw, I feel like is not very good. Yeah. No, that's fair. But there's not that much of it. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like it it cuts to the chase quickly and most of the time. It's not yeah. a slog by any means. I was surprised on rewatch how short this movie is and then how long it takes to get to like the house stuff happening. What is the first chunk? I can't even think of it now. Um, It's like setting up that he's not a great cop and then <laughs> oh, yeah. or the SWAT dad. team goes in and that dude's legs get like crisscrossed <laughs> in a really gross way. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. And then yeah. they pull the the cloth off the monitors and yeah. it all begins. And it really, love- like, it, all of that is so silly. Just the idea of, like, placing a cloth over monitors yes. feels very stupid <laughs> to me. You can't see anything poking <laughs> Just, like, turn them off and then tell them to turn them on or something. Yeah, just have, like, a remote. Yeah. I like the yeah. shot a lot of the... The first kind of shot of the security footage of the house and then it zooms in on that and becomes the shot inside the house. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And that was like one of the moments where it's like, oh, this feels like a movie in that like they're trying to do some cinematic things. That's not just like the camera or the images being sped up and like (laughs) weird music playing. Dude, speaking of which, they do that a little bit at the beginning, but I love that cut your eye open thing oh god that That's one great. is so bad oh my god i really <laughs> i really like the idea of different creative teams getting this template for horror and yeah. just going crazy with it and being like no there's a key in his eye you see yeah like, okay sure oh, that makes sense god. it's like the ones that are the worst are just the ones where people like so quickly just like 
know that they can't do it. Like, you know, right away, by the way, that guy is acting that there's absolutely no way he's getting out of this. Oh, and they keep doing the cut to like the close shot of the knife to the eye. And he's just like thinking about it. (laughs) That's exactly what I want out of Saw, though. Yeah, no, it's perfect. And then they don't like linger on that through the whole movie. That's like the Saw trap. And then they have all these weird other. Yeah, uh, it's like a cold open. Yes. Yeah. But then I just mean like it's not like they're all in the house with like bear trap masks on or something. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. I think the hands through the razor blade box oh. is really good. <gasps> oh, my. also, that is one of the more stupid. Like, yes. OK, you put one arm in. I can't really get on board with that. But then she immediately <laughs> sticks her other arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Like, um, I like the red kind of light coming through as the blood yeah. fills the body. That's great. Oh, God. But then the I think needles one is the, needles. the one that yes. I think about it all the time. Like yes. it, in the last like decades since I saw this movie or whatever, yeah. I reliably think about that all of the time. And it is still disturbing today, I think. It's so upsetting <laughs> it's so deeply upsetting oh my god and just like one of the most evil evil things is just seeing the guy push her in like that's yeah. an insane thing to do to a yeah. person oh hurry up and then he yeah. doesn't even get the door open it's great, 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 great. <laughs> yes yes he sucks so much oh my god i would that's something i would love to see for the first time again Mm. not knowing that it's coming and then yeah. they just pull the bed away and there's the pit full of syringes oh my god used syringes terrible haircut for her yes very much so really sucks i feel like she's trying to play a type though yeah or something she's a punk rocker but it looks like the what's the saying like the can i speak to your manager haircut she's kind of yeah yeah exactly uh way to date this podcast carly yeah. jesus <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It was without references before, so I really right. yeah. Big yeah. Chungus, huh? Um <laughs> is the next one the pig thing? I don't well we asked this last time. Yeah. I thought it was this yeah. one, but I guess yeah. I have seen the third one or whichever one that's in. But I It's either a third or fourth, I feel. Hmm. Yeah. Consider everything moving forward to be uncharted territory for me, because I don't remember a single thing. Okay. Beyond. I think I might have just seen the pig scene. Okay, Divorced from everything else, so. What a weird thing to just watch that. <laughs> That's gross. In what context? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I was sick in bed with your cold and I needed comfort oh, no. food. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Can't wait. Yeah. Okay. But Carly, let's get to the real horror. Okay. Sorkin. Oh, I thought you were going to go Days of Thunder. <laughs> days of Thunder. Let's do Days of Thunder yeah. real quick. Okay, yeah. Not a I don't movie. have a ton to say on this one. Yeah, no, it doesn't hold up so well. No. I, oh, yes. <laughs> okay, so like everything about it is uh, bad. Yeah. Like not just in like the movie making of it, but in the like interactions between particularly men and women. It is extremely upsetting. <laughs> you mean the one woman? <laughs> yes, the one woman. A young Nicole Kidman. Beautiful. Wonderful. <laughs> Alpacas everywhere. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise is very handsome in this movie. So. Oh, totally. That's like a B minus at the very lowest. The racing scenes, I think, are done very well. 
Especially in comparison to Rush. Yes, absolutely. This makes Rush look stupid. Yeah, and it's just so obvious. Like, the ways to make a race look cool aren't that hard to crack. No, make the cars look like they're going quickly. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And have, like, classic rock playing in the background. Of course. And like I thought the shots where Tom Cruise is going into like a smoky area. Yeah. Like those were very intense. I was yeah. like, I was captivated. You don't want to drive I was nervous for him. Yeah. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. But then it's insane to me that they sold this movie as like NASCAR the movie. And then there's an hour in the middle where he's like <laughs> dealing with like other guys' medical hangups and all this stuff. And like <laughs> yeah. wooing Nicole Kidman. And I was like, huh. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's. Yeah. Was this like a beloved by the NASCAR community? Do people cannot stop talking about Days of Thunder on our <laughs> slash NASCAR? OK, so no. <laughs> I think part of the problem is they like start the movie with the end of a movie like this where he like wins a race and then they have to make the rest of the movie. And it's like, well, maybe he needs to win another race. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, and the rivalry never feels very propulsive. Like, it's just kind of like... Yeah. It's like, does whatever. this matter? <laughs> Cold triple, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. I like uh, I like when they're racing in the wheelchairs. I think that's a cute little character moment. Sure, yeah. And then they put really stupid mu- music over it and, like, step <laughs> on it. And it's like, oh, okay. This movie shouldn't have been made, huh? Yeah, right. Hello. Hello. Car, we never have to watch another racing movie. I don't know if that's true. I feel like at some point. We never have to watch another Robert Duvall racing movie? Yeah. Here's the thing is I really don't like Robert Duvall. Carly. I recognize he's a good actor, but he really annoys me. Present your case, please. Um, it really does come down to this is stupid. I remember watching quite a while ago. This is gonna go deep. One of the the do the like what is it? Uh Hollywood Reporter Roundtable interviews. You were obsessed with these for a while, I remember. I still watch them. I okay. love them so much. I think okay. they're wonderful. Um and there was one where he was in it. I think Eisenberg was in it, Gosling was in it, and Duval is just like going off on like how young people are idiots, and it really annoyed me. He's and true. now I just think about that all the time. Huh. Yeah. Of Robert Duval of Days of Thunder fame? Mm-hmm. Thinks modern young people are stupid? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can see that because at the end he runs against Tom Cruise and then freeze frames. <laughs> on them running and goes to credits. So I can see where he's coming from. I don't think that's a reason yeah. to hate Robert Duvall, Carly. No, I don't know. It's just like it's lingered in my mind. And now I just think about him as like a mean old man. That was kind of his character in Days of Thunder starring Tom Cruise. Yeah. Now I'm even Brennan. starting to um, doubt that it was Robert Duvall. Oh, it was like Gene Hackman or something. <laughs> That's funny. Oops, it was Eugene Levy. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Like Barbara Walters or something. It was Bruce Dern of all people, Carly. <laughs> oh, 
Oh no, we love Bruce Dern. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Remember the Oscars where that Bruce Dern movie was like the big thing for some reason? No. Where he's like the crabby old guy and it's like a black and white movie where he drives a truck or something stupid. I have no clue what you're talking about. It's called like Nebraska. No, that's Bruce Springsteen. I don't know. <laughs> it's about him being old. It's like Gran Torino without the racism or something. Oh, interesting. I don't know. You're kind of describing like every movie that's nominated for Oscars. Okay. There's my hot take. Wow. I'll they keep had to them push coming the come Oscars April. Because of <laughs> yeah. that. Because of Carly's yeah. hot takes against the Oscars. Carly's yeah. on Twitter saying, hey, the Oscars aren't great. <laughs> I'm not afraid <laughs> to speak my mind. Okay, so Sorkin. Mm-hmm. Sorkin. Carly, you Yeah, we and- are coming from like a lot of different angles with this one. Kind of unplanned, I think. Sorkin? Yeah. We've really captured the zeitgeist, the Sorkin zeitgeist, because I've seen Social Network twice as well as Molly's Game in the last week. Mm-hmm. And you've seen the Social Network, Molly's Game, and... Trial of the Chicago 7. Great name for a movie. Rolls sure. off the tongue, very memorable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just like Molly's Game. I... Okay. I mean, which one do you want to dig into first? Can we start with the Social Network? Because I love the Social Network. Yes, me too. Yum, 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 yum. It's the best. It is the best. Um, I liked it even more the second watching this week, if that's (laughs) possible. Um, Why does it work, but Molly's game doesn't? Uh, David Fincher, right? Okay. But what does David Fincher add? So there's like, I think stories as told by Fincher maybe of like, just him and Sorkin sitting down and uh, Fincher getting him to cut all of his like hyper sentimental, oh. uh, just like BS. Essentially, yeah. Winston like, Churchill defines success as yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. So like, okay. uh, I think Fincher is, um, it, it, like his whole thing is everything is just like darkness and <laughs> evil and terrible. Yeah, and then Sorkin is like, uh, good will prevail. Um, <laughs> I like talking. Uh, I like talking. courtrooms. Yep. <laughs> so like they, they, but he's excellent at it. That's the other part of it. Is he like his dialogue is so, so, so fun. But by bringing in Fincher, they like made this perfect marriage of fun little speeches for Jesse Eisenberg to deliver. Right. And then combining that with like, yeah, darkness and evil and everything good about Fincher. I think Andrew Garfield is a secret weapon of the social network. You'll have to tell me (laughs) twice, brother. (laughs) He's like pure charisma. Yeah. Surrounded by Justin Timberlake and Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. It's so interesting, too, because, like, as time goes on, like, I sympathize with that character more and more, where it's, like, just knowing, I don't know, like, software developers, even, and, like, how little regard they have for, like, anything else in the world um, besides their stuff. Their code. Yeah, and they're just, like, so single-minded about so many things. Like, yeah. this guy is really trying to do his job and help everyone, and for some reason that makes him hateable. Yeah. 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 God, his whole thing where he's, like, 
trying to get into this club and it keeps yeah. progressing and Jesse just shuts him down at every yeah. turn. That sucks. It's such a mean friendship. Like, <laughs> it, totally so... it doesn't feel like a friendship. It feels like roommate situation, yeah. business partners. Yeah. Well, and like, I mean, God, it's just so complicated with Mark Zuckerberg actually being a real person. But like, yes. and like, granted, of course, the movie added dramatic elements and like who knows what that friendship is actually like but like knowing who mark zuckerberg is now yeah. like it was probably just a he knew that eduardo was rich that's an advantageous friendship sure that's it yeah i yeah. i really have a hard time connecting this movie to real life now i don't think you can i think you have to it's just a movie yeah, it's a because it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, like it, because yeah. Jesse Eisenberg's character, granted, he's flawed, but he's not a psychopath. <laughs> You're saying he should be for this to be a true account. to be accurate. Yeah, yeah. He, okay, sure. like it, Jesse Eisenberg would need to be willing to dismantle democracy. <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah. War crimes, crimes against humanity. They don't really <laughs> yes, cover exactly. that in this movie. <laughs> Exactly. And they don't yeah. cover like the potential. Like, I don't believe that that character would do that. Right. Yeah. I just take it as a good, well-told story that is somewhat. It's not even really that relevant to where we're at today, I guess, but just the rise and fall type of thing. Yeah, I think it's relevant in. Like, I think looking into why social media works or like started to work. Yeah, I think that still makes sense and yeah. like speaks to the genesis of all of this. But beyond that, yeah, I really I really love that juxtaposition at the beginning where he's doing his blogging and he starts face mash or whatever interspersed with like the party scenes. At the, it's so good. It's good stuff, dude. It's so it's thrilling, <laughs> incredibly <laughs> thrilling because of Traticus. Yeah, God, the Traticus. Oh, my God. I mean, this feels to me like one of the best movies of the last 10 years, right? Like, if oh, we can for sure. count this into the last 10 years, because it's what, like just over 10 years now? I yeah, it was 2010, I believe. Yeah. Um, I just think this holds up like this could come out today and I think it would kick every other movie's butt that's coming out right now. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the best Fincher, I think, which is saying something. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's a near perfect movie, I think. Speaking of best Fincher, before we get back to Sorkin, I saw you watch yeah. Zodiac car. Yeah, I gave it a rewatch. I love Zodiac. I think that movie's really? awesome. Yeah. Huh. Can you tell me why? OK. <laughs> uh <laughs> I just think Fincher's style applied to the perfect story with mm -hmm. great casting, great acting from everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it it's not afraid to get goofy in, in places. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's just eccentric, like kind of Fincher makes really fun movies. I think when he's on his game. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think this movie, like, I I can picture exactly certain scenes in my mind that just are, like, sublime. Ooh, when he's in the basement, let's say. Yes, that is, 
the best scene in the movie to me. Like yeah. the exact moment when right before the basement, when he's talking to the man and it's revealed that the man he's looking for is the person he's talking to and not a friend of the man. And like yeah. <laughs> the moment he essentially becomes aware that he could be talking to the Zodiac killer is insane. Yeah. And they, they, he rings that concept for, for gold, I tell you. Yeah. Gold. I don't think the Robert Downey Jr. stuff works very well, though. Yeah, I don't. It's so weird because I think it's like a good. It's definitely obviously a good movie, but it doesn't grab me at all. Besides maybe that like basement scene. OK, which feels so weird for a movie about a serial killer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not there's nothing like suspenseful or exciting about it to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Not suspenseful, I would say. Uh, but I just love this. I love the idea of. I don't know how to say this without sounding like a psycho person, but just to me, this era was really creepy because things could happen without everyone knowing about it. Mm. And I think this movie taps into that really well. I think like the first scene and the scene where the lady gets picked up with the baby. Yeah, God. Are really good at kind of tapping into that kind of like rural, just like people can just get murdered in these days. And it's yeah. not like everyone has footage of everything happening. Right. It's creepy. It is creepy. I wonder if like... If this if it was entirely fictional, if it would feel different. Yeah, because like I know each I knew each of those stories before I watched it. And like the idea of a fictional killer who like uses a code and writes into the newspaper, like theoretically, that's like (laughs) extremely fascinating. But just like actually knowing how it all goes down, it kind of I don't know if that like contributes to just. It's so weird because it kind of like feels like a hangout movie. But again, it's about a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Hmm. It's not my favorite. We love Jake G, though. Yes. And uh, Ruffalo, I think, is really good in it. Yes. We love Ruffalo (laughs) on this podcast. He says, what does he say? Oh, God, I forgot my line. What does he say? Oh, they knew. knew. Yeah, Yeah. 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 He's playing Beautiful. that exact character. <laughs> yeah. And that's funny because I almost watched that instead this morning. Spotlight? Yeah. That's a good movie. It is a great movie. I was in the mood for like the, the true crime stuff, I guess. That's why you went with Sorkin. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. So Molly's Game. Yeah. I liked Molly's Game. I really did not like Molly's Game. <laughs> Uh, I think that's fair. I think that's really fair. <laughs> I think there's some unconsciousable stuff going on in this film. Like what? Like her talking to her dad at the end. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it just feels like he's cheating. Like you're not yeah. allowed to do this. Like he stepped in from a different movie and they're like, well, I guess keep the cameras rolling. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and also just like it. Okay, we're going to have a three minute scene where it gets the convenience of I'm a therapist. I'm also your father. We'll lay it out on all on the table. Yep. Done. Very Sorkin. Just like I'm cheating. Yeah, it's and it's not like a fun cheating either because it's not like anyone's winning in that scene, which is like the fun of the Sorkin speech. This is just like, well, yeah, uh, cheated. 
on your mom and yep that's it <laughs> but uh you hate uh men but you don't yeah red herring weird jessica keep up red hair yeah okay thing. um i just didn't think the storyline was that interesting oh see this was <laughs> i found it extremely interesting i loved it it's like the same little progression like 20 times and then the movie's over where it's like well yeah. i had to get out of that situation but now i'm starting a new poker game and oh something happened and now i have to get yeah. out of that situation and it just keeps like doing that over and over that's true but like this the basic setup of each of them like just the idea of a celebrity poker game that i'm in like that's so fun. see that's like nothing that's like <laughs> okay stale bread <laughs> celebrity poker game goes wrong yeah and and like that was such a specific era too and like looking at who attended that's the only thing i wish is like if they could have done a pseudo like todd phillips portrayal or something i would have <laughs> i would have been soaring that would have okay. been it for me i would have been so happy um but we got our toby mcguire so i guess that's enough yeah we did he was very good michael Sarah. I I guess so, like not as a person, as like this weird caricature, evil celebrity. Yeah, Toby Maguire, he was fine, I guess. Yeah, I just think he did like the. It's perfect casting where it's like he is deeply evil. Yes. Um, but because he's like nebbish for some reason, yeah. you're like with him most of the way, and then yeah, he just like plunges into. Uh, maniacal, terrible person territory. He sure does. He, yeah, his phone call is funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. phone calls. yeah. yeah. It's uh, terrible. I yeah. guess it works because he's so instantly recognizable. Where you can only see him as Michael Sarah, so that he's like this evil little gremlin man. I yeah, guess. sure. And just like it is fun. I fun feels like a weird word, but like. Yeah, to picture, okay, just Toby Maguire doing all of this. Like, it, that just registers so easily for me. Sure. Yeah. I guess I don't know anything about him besides the obvious. So I'll take yeah. your word for it. Uh, but, like, I watched it with Krista and she said five minutes in, man, if she just does voiceover for this whole movie, this is going to oh, suck. Yeah. And I was like, well, <laughs> yes. I have some bad news for you. Because that's exactly, <laughs> that's what this movie is. It's just like Jessica Chastain being like, and then I found a new poker game. And this is yeah. what happened in this poker game. And yeah. he had to flush and he had a king. And the king and the flush are not the same. So the flush beats the king. And it's like, I'm making like gesticulations like I don't want to watch this movie. Is what's happening. Yeah. It's very lazy, it feels like. <laughs> it sure is. And like um doesn't like trust the audience very much, I don't think. Like I don't know. I yeah. was a really good skier, and here I am skiing very well, but then something went wrong, and the thing that went wrong is this thing went wrong. And isn't this unlikely that this thing went wrong? I'm a very good skier. Yeah. But it's fun too, isn't it? No, I didn't have any fun. <laughs> It was very boring and just like, yeah, like they just because there's no you don't have to think at all mm -hmm. during this movie because it just lays mm -hmm. everything out in front of you. And you're like, oh, OK, I guess she got out or whatever. Uh, I think you're supposed to. I don't know. I find like the decision when she has to or like decides to start going illegal 
I found that like very thrilling, I guess. Like the clearly made up, but like whole idea of her moral moral compass, I think was interesting. Um, And that felt like peak Sorkin of just like, Mm. no one would actually behave like this. And it would be like, so (sighs) deeply centered. Um, But like, that's a fun character to spend some time with, I think. But that like that that instance doesn't it didn't hit for me at all because it's not presented like a moral decision. Yeah. She's like, you have to do this because you're the bank now. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. well, I guess you're right. And then she does it. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't in any way interest me, I guess. She was pretty. Yeah, they sure tried <laughs> to interest me with Jessica Chastain's wardrobe, but yeah. didn't work. <laughs> I oh man shocking how much of well her cleavage <laughs> is very prominently displayed yes. in this movie constantly yeah. it's really just it's like why yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> I can't comment <laughs> I don't know why okay yeah I I made the remark afterwards that Idris Elba should have been in a thong for all of his scenes. Which I think would have been fun. Oh my god. He's so good too. Like their scenes are fun. Um <sighs> all of the crucible stuff is so bad. Yep. I think that is maybe the worst, maybe some of the worst Sorkin I've ever seen is like specifically that like yep. reference coming up again and again. Yes. It feels so like junior high. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm writing my first screenplay. And then like right. the uh, whole thing where it's like, let's switch. Let's switch back. Let's switch back. And that goes on for like way too long. And it's like, <laughs> OK, I get that you want to prove you can write a joke or something. Yeah. Sorkin, that isn't just like Sorkin but why dialogue. does he switch back? I don't even get uh, it. Just like know. stay sitting next to me. I, I yeah. Mm, what can you do? It's if I may leave us with a positive i think it's interesting that this is presented with the book already having been written in universe Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of a cool twist on adapting a book into a movie oh that's true i hadn't even really thought about it like that that's all i got (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, that's also an interesting one because the um just thinking like uh, the social network was also like book adaptation about a true story thing. Like, sure. it, yeah, he's like veering so close to reality with some of these. This one was really hard to take as reality just because it's, like, <laughs> yes. it's so movie-ish. It feels like a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everything progresses in the exact way you would expect it to. And then, Right. And there was really no mob stuff. There's like the one scene where it's like, oh, this is bound now for a second where the guy. Yeah, which was really unpleasant. It was. But I mean, they made a big old ugly guy beating up Jessica Chastain disturbing. So I guess mission accomplished. Like, yeah, I feel like I could do that if you gave me the time and money. Oh, God, (laughs) please. No one give Tucker the time and money to do that. (laughs) And the camera. <laughs> oh, no. bars. oh, don't threaten us, please. I like the here. joke where he brings the 
Was it the Monet? I yeah. thought that was really fun. Sure. I understand what you're referring to. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm laughing. Uh-huh. You can't see it, but I'm laughing. Car, tell me about the trial of the Chicago 7. The really, seven really bad. Well, Carly, you're not being yeah. very fair. I'm sorry. Um, I found it displeasing. To Objection. <laughs> okay, yeah. I didn't see it. I, I don't plan to see it, so sorry. Go um, ahead. Gosh. More Sorkin. It, yes, more Sorkin. More Sorkin being just all out Sorkin. So it, director think, what, Sorkin. Yeah, Molly's Game was his first sure. feature as a director, and then I believe this is his second. Um, and this feels closer to his like home base. You know, like it's sure. a courtroom drama, like yep. character. I mean, like typically he writes a lot of male characters, and obviously this Hell is yeah. like an entirely male, male story. Um, so it feels, yeah, like it's right in his wheelhouse, I guess. Um, based on a true story. Yep. Yep. Also that. Yeah. Um, crazy cast. Okay. Got lots of people in there. Some of them you do want to see like our great guy, Yaya from Watchmen. Uh, and then some people you don't want to see like JGL and Eddie Redmayne. Mm. (laughs) Two people I just never want to see in a movie again. Mm. And they're both in there. Um, and like a very prescient, uh, historical, historical event, like uh, all about police brutality and protest. Um, and somehow it manages to just like be boring. Mm-hmm. It's super it, like the, the plot that it chooses, especially for the second half of the film is like befuddling. It becomes about the, like, little disagreements between the seven themselves um, and, like, just their own, like, micro principles. And it just, like, I can't imagine choosing that as the subject of, like, half of the movie, given the scope of, like, everything going on around it. Like, the Yaya character um, has, like... He's only really in the first half of the movie and just terrible atrocities are done to him. And you just like lose that plot line altogether. And that feels like such a huge mistake because that's like what or one of the main drivers for like the actual inciting incident seemingly would be like they're advocating for all sorts of equality. Obviously, like uh, this is in the 60s. And they just, like, don't care about any of that, seemingly. But they do include a very, very violent and upsetting uh, scene where you see something terrible happen to that person. Like, it feels... It it doesn't feel like it was made... Mm. I don't want to say, like, it has bad (laughs) intentions, but it just seems really unaware of what it's doing, kind of. Yeah. Um, and none of the speeches are as fun as like uh, the few good men speeches, which is like the kind of reference point I have here because it's all just very similar to that. Yeah. Um, like there's no, you can't handle the truth. There's no. What? Yeah. I'm not watching it then. (laughs) Yeah, that's, they're really like, it doesn't feel like candy in the way that like Molly's game does to me. Bad candy. Licorice. Black (laughs) licorice. Oh, okay. Yeah, black licorice. Thank so, you. Yeah. 
Uh, who, uh, this doesn't sound like a Fincher uh, thing, but who would you get to direct this instead of him then? Do you think to oh. turn this around? Uh, I just don't think I want him making the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Because <laughs> he does, like, it's all, he, the way he structures it is really kind of like jarring too, where he does the thing where you're like flashing back in time and there's different people narrating it and <sighs> one of the ways in which it's being narrated seems like it's at like a comedy show or something that's really uh-huh. difficult. I don't know and it's the Sasha Baron Cohen character uh-huh. <laughs> delivering that and like I think he's a decent actor but it really requires a lot of dramatic heft that I just don't know like Hugo if he has it yeah okay <laughs> Um, so, I'm trying to think if there's anything redeemable. Eddie Redmayne. Oh, what's the guy's name? Rylance Martin. Is it Martin Rylance? Um, whoever plays the main lawyer does a really, really good job. Like, and also they do a really good job of demonstrating the inadequacies of the courtroom and particularly the judge that oversaw the case. Hmm. Um, like he's a just like flat out terrible judge and that seems to like actually be based in reality um and the main lawyer is just like dealing with blow after blow of uh an unfair trial and he the actor makes this incredible choice to like most of the time not make eye contact Hmm. and then like when he finally loses it like it just feels so incredibly exciting um so good on that guy Okay. <laughs> Good um, on you. Yeah, I feel like those are the highlights. Yeah. Eddie Redmayne actually wasn't bad, which I hate to admit. But no, I don't have a problem with Eddie Redmayne, except that he's always doing his tilty head yeah. duck face thing. But other than that... His character is very annoying. Um, hmm. Yeah. He's like the principled, theoretically... Uh, leftist, where he's like, he will stand for the judge... Uh, because he's still a judge at the end of the day. Um, And it's just like an annoying character study that I don't care about. Can you just real quick sum up what the trial is? Yeah, so these seven people were holding a demonstration at the DNC in 68. Um, And... It turned into a riot and the uh, it got violent with the police um, and the case is like using this one weird law that's like they brought or like spread ideologies across state lines or something. Dude. Um, which they explain it is like very interesting, but essentially, yeah, it's like, OK, essentially the police started this riot by coming armed with guns um but these seven individuals were chosen as like the uh protesters who need to be brought to justice i guess sure okay again like super prescient and like it it just feels like a mistake that they instead of really examining a lot of that or any of that it's just spent on like eddie redmayne you shouldn't have stood for the judge oops did i do that did I do that? <laughs> Hypocrite. Yeah. Okay. And it's such an ensemble that you don't like. There's no 
main character, or maybe it is Eddie Redmayne, but he's like the yes. least likable out of any of the no. characters. So it doesn't, I don't know. We love you, Eddie Redmayne. Mm. Jupiter Ascending. Great movie. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I don't know. It's like, if you got two free hours, I guess watch it, but I don't, I can't. Okay. <laughs> Car. Yeah. You watched a bunch of Shyamalan, but Oof. yeah, well, okay. I just want to talk about Noah quick and then I'll give you the last slice of time pie and then we can time pie. try to stumble through the upcoming movies as we always do. Um, okay. Car, we love Darren Aronofsky here. Mm. Okay. Well, we like Black Swan a lot on this podcast. Oh, we love oh, Black Swan. Okay. Okay. What's your mother opinion? I think it is not like the terrible thing that everyone thinks it is. Okay. That's about it. Okay. I thought it was fun. And okay. Michelle Pfeiffer uh, just rules in it. Totes. Um, Noah <laughs> is Darren Aronofsky. I can't believe you watched this. Uh... <laughs> uh Hmm. he did okay so darren aronofsky has done like the fountain right yeah so there's maybe like this through line where he could go make a biblical epic well also mother is essentially it's an allegory but like a very very direct allegory are you scribbling notes on like a dry erase board with a dry erase marker no with your earrings Kelly, I'm trying to run a podcast here. We're trying to talk about movies, including, but not limited to, Saw 2, The Social Network, Molly's (laughs) Game, The Trial of the Chicago 7, and Noah. Yeah. Noah is about Noah who builds a boat and he puts two of each animal on the boat. Yeah. It's, uh, I I liked it. It's good. You did? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Because in the second half, it gets into Aronofsky- like tension, like interpersonal Aronofsky tension in a way that is very fun. Hmm. And not in a way I expected from a movie called Noah starring Russell Crowe <gasps> and Jennifer Connelly. Huh. And Emma Watson. Yeah. Um, yes, there are. And there's these scenes. It's like half the movie is complete garbage, but then the other half is like. From Aronofsky's mind and it's like beautiful. And in that way, I think it's a pretty good movie. What's the interpersonal tension you're talking about? Can I do spoilers? Yeah. Okay. Noah is like, God is punishing us. We cannot repopulate the earth because God is just going to punish us again. This is the whole point is that people are like not inherently good and we can't trust them. So... They, <laughs> this might go for just a little bit. They had rescued Emma Watson's character as a child, but she was injured in a way where she was infertile. She could not have children. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jennifer Connelly goes to Anthony Hopkins and says, Anthony Hopkins, can you please bless my surrogate child, Emma Watson? And he does so, so that she can conceive children. Are you with me so far? Mm-hmm. So... Noah finds out that she's pregnant aboard this boat. And he's like, if you have children, I'm going to kill them because there cannot be more children. He did not expect there to. He did not expect this problem. He didn't expect her to be able to become pregnant. Right. And he's only had boys. So he's like, 
No, no. If it's a boy, it will replace my youngest. If it's a girl, I will kill it. And she ends up having twin girls. Oh, God. Yes. (laughs) So the last like 45 minutes of this movie is just like this because they're all in this like, you know, dark boat full of animals. Yeah. And it's just like Russell Crowe losing his absolute mind and her having pregnancy, like giving birth under duress due to her surrogate father going to kill her children as soon as she has them type thing. This is extremely similar to Mother. Okay, cool. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like he just like copied the last chunk of Noah and made it Mother. Sweet. (laughs) Yeah. It's good though, because it's got like this whole angle where he's like trying to talk to God and God is basically ignoring him. He's like, Hmm. God, what do I do? This doesn't seem like a good decision, but it seems like what you want me to do. And then like God is, you know, not talking to him. And it's good. It's tense. Interesting. Yeah. How do you like the like the okay, so there's a couple issues here in my (laughs) perception of it. Yes. One is that I feel like it came out around the same time as Cloud Atlas. Is that correct? Very possible. And they conflate in my mind. Yes. Some of the same design like aesthetic decisions are definitely going on here. So that's my second question, or the second portion of this is like by the like design of the cover for the movie and stuff like it looks like it would look crappy yes how are like the i assume there has to be a good deal of um like cgi CGI for the animals and everything right yeah uh how is that the stuff that looks good looks amazing yeah there are sequences there's a sequence and i think it's pretty well known outside of the four people who have seen this movie where (laughs) noah is telling the story of creation and that sequence is like one of the best looking things I've seen in a movie. It's just a perfect vision of how to tell this visually. And it's awesome. And there's these scenes where it's like all the birds are coming and then you just get like sky full of birds and it's very well done. Like all the colors and all the, like it looks awesome in this like super dreary land. And that's another thing is like all the environmental design is really interesting because it all looks like it's in like Iceland or something. It's just like barren Hmm. black sand. And then there'll be like green hill, just like one green hill sticking out somewhere. Interesting. Then there's just like scenes where it's like Russell Crowe and like weird looking clothes, you know, (gasps) just like, like it doesn't look good. I wish it wasn't Russell Crowe. He's really good in it though. Really? I wish it wasn't Jennifer Connelly because she does not look like she belongs in whenever this is taking place because she just looks like Jennifer Connelly. Right. Yeah. How's my girl, Emma? She's good. Okay. I don't have any complaints, but there's Yeah, I feel like her acting can be really questionable. So it. Yeah. No, she's fine. Okay. She's not given a lot of great material to work with, I would say. Okay. It kind of feels like it's about Noah and then the other characters are there too force him into situations um Hmm. there's a trampling scene which is like one of the most disturbing oh god things i've seen yeah this is just sounds like mother but with (laughs) animals instead of people well now i want to see mother now i guess you totally should i would be so curious what your opinion is okay yeah i mean i didn't know it's not the best movie of all time or anything but i went in with very low expectations and actually enjoyed it for the most part so kind of cool that like Darren Aronofsky chose to do that you know what I mean like it just seems so completely unpredictable 
Well, I w- yeah, I was talking because we did this as a first bracket and I was talking mm-hmm. to Michael and he we kind of came to the consensus where it's like Aronofsky's obviously working through some things and he's using Noah as a springboard for that. And that's an yeah. interesting thing to do. Hmm. Yeah, to like choose such a such a well-known. Yeah. And, and very, like it's, it's not like Noah, the story is like really, really fleshed out or anything. It's yes. just like. There's nothing to it, so he can use it as however he wants, basically, and hmm. make Christians angry or whatever happens. So, did that happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There were some <laughs> changes so right. that I could see uh, people not liking. <laughs> okay. But like I mean, Noah being a bad guy and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> I mean, it's a story about a man who built a boat and all the animals got on the boat. So I don't know what to tell you, folks. Yeah. It's crazy that people think. Hey, 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 hey. No, I just mean... For all our Christian listeners out there, we love you. (laughs) Just like like people were like, we're looking for the Ark. Like like it's a thing that happened. (laughs) I just, I don't know. It's so, I can't, in my mind, I can't like piece that together with like, I talk to these people on a daily basis, you know? Where it's just like, they live otherwise normal lives, but they think there's this giant (laughs) boat that all the animals were on, and then the earth flooded. And then they repopulated the earth single-handedly or something. I find everything you just said very offensive. (laughs) There's a scene, there's a shot that is so disturbing. Oh. And so good at, like, really drilling down on, like, how dark the Bible could be. Ooh. In kind of an unspoken way. Like, the Bible does a lot of stuff where it's just, like, kind of describing things very generally but if you think about it it's like the worst thing you could possibly think of and there's right. a scene in this movie that is just that and it's like mm, Ooh, yes. you're actually making me want to watch this movie <laughs> it's just it's it starts on the boat they're all in the boat as the flood is like really kicking in and it's hmm. like oh this would be terrible <laughs> and then it like pulls out and it's like yeah this would be really terrible and then it shows you how terrible it would be i oh, might um, watch this now it really <laughs> does sound like a crazy time there's i just thought bored. it was going to be very bad yeah yeah and half of it is very bad so okay yeah okay car shamalon i guess or whatever you want to talk about really I did not decide this ahead of time. Mm. Let me open my letterboxed. There it is. Cha-ching. Let's <laughs> yes. go to our first break. I wish. Those oh podcasts is brought to you my letterboxed. Oh, God. Okay. Um, okay, I'll do one really quick thing, and Hit then me. I'll talk wreck. Okay. I think. Okay. Um, okay. I watched An American Werewolf in London. Oh. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. I think you would love. Oh, it was so the I like the best way to watch it. I did an outdoor movie theater thing, like not driving, just like the theater itself had like an outdoor place, um, which was like <laughs> I super. Don't know. You said that so nonchalantly and I have no idea what that looks like, but OK, it was like in a like their like patio area. It's just like a screen, like a sh- somebody taped a sheet yep, up to the essentially. Wall. Yeah, okay, that's cool. basically it. Um, so it had like that 
everyone like had their blankies sort of vibe. Um, yeah, cocoa, which was yeah, like it was just like so. It was very nice. Um, and they and yeah, I knew nothing about the movie just beyond like knowing that it exists and like it, I don't know people talk about it. And it is so funny. Like Aww. genuinely got a ton of laughs for me, which like I I didn't even <laughs> know it was a comedy. Yep. Um, and then the other really notable thing is crazy special effects for yeah. the time. That's the only thing I know about it. Yeah. It's all okay. The, the body morphing stuff. It's going in. insane. Yeah. I can't like I did some research after in like the transformation of the face into like the wolf face. They show it and. It's apparently like some sort of contraption that the <laughs> artist built to like extend something out. I don't know. Yeah. But it is just like mind-blowingly good. Um and then it's just like a very fun, silly <laughs> horror movie that's like never actually scary. Um hmm. but like hits a lot of the sort of like horror movie tropes uh in a really really funny and uh, I don't know, joyful way. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Are you sure so you weren't just around people for the first time in a year and you were like, ah, <laughs> 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 I think like the charm of the way I was seeing it definitely helped, but I genuinely think it's a very, very fun movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. An American werewolf in London. That's right. Very, that's like, it's the perfect, Um, you want to watch something on Halloween that's like, not actually scary, but like gives you the Halloween vibes. I feel like that's okay. Nightmare Before the Christmas. Perfect situation. Gotcha. <laughs> sure. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. Okay. And then Wreck. Oh my God. Wreck. R E C. Yes. No, I have not seen Wreck. Do you remember the like a hubbub around this? I do. Movie? I do remember the hubbub. Isn't that so weird like i remember watching like gma or something and it like <laughs> there being a segment on this and i don't know why like what yeah. was the deal uh ugh. i looked and there's like a there's like four sequels and one of them looks absolutely <laughs> awful and that's all i know about right oh, okay so i like i remember that very distinctly um and then i knew nothing else about the movie and first obstacle, impossible to find a non-English dub. Um, oh, gross. Okay. Yes. So I like rented the movie, started yeah. watching it, and it is the most egregious dub ever. It sucks so bad. You have to go into the apartment? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is just like crazy. And that's like the only one available on most sources. Anyways, so once Where I finally got... We? With technology and, like, access to media that this is a problem. I don't know. And, like, why they don't, um, they didn't say it in, like, the description for the movie. Like, I paid four bucks for nothing. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways. you didn't watch it. You were like, no? No. No. That sucks. What a deflating feeling. Like, I'm going to rent this movie and have a good time. And then you find out you can't even watch it because it's just, like, not the movie. Yeah. No, there was no way I was going to do it. That was so crazy. Um... I tracked a version down. Oh, okay. did you? Mm-hmm. You sent your bloodhounds out onto the <laughs> yes, internet and they yes. came back with... <laughs> onto the internet. A copy. Uh, um, like, I love, I love, love, love Blair Witch, as do you. Yes. I think this, like, 
rivals Blair Witch. Wow. Jane, okay. Like in the horror first in general. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Not the Marilyn Manson. Not one. Blair Witch or <laughs> Book of Shadows Blair <laughs> Witch 2. I can't believe we watched that. Um, <laughs> but like in the horror genre in general and then in the fountain footage territory. Sure. I think so the Blair Witch uses the found footage thing so well in the like um it just like feels so personal and so like it, it really feels like someone's video diary. Yeah. This uses it really well in that so many of the shots feel like a very professional movie set or set up or whatever okay. um but you're seeing it on this like really crappy camera oh, okay. like there's this okay. incredible moment where these people are locked in a building and at night and they're looking at the windows and there are um they've been sealed in with like extra layers of tarp or something and you're seeing the silhouettes of like SWAT people climbing up the walls, and it okay. is like so terrifying. <laughs> um, it looks so cool, okay, and feels really real. Like okay. I think that's the other biggest thing is like I, clearly the found footage thing worked because all of this feels exactly like how how all of it would actually play out. Okay, um, sure. Where it's just like I guess the general thing is it's like cannibals. Uh, there's like mm. a virus spreading that makes people cannibals. Um, I hate that. Why? When that happens. Oh yeah, it sucks. Yeah, that's like a bad day. Yeah, that was like ten years ago though. We're fine. <laughs> um, and then I don't, don't want to give anything away, but like Ooh, the last ten ghosties. minutes or so takes such a left turn. Okay. Um, like up until that point, it was scary in like an exciting way, and then at the very end, it becomes scary in like a I'm gonna poop my pants oh no <laughs> yeah. don't do that no. it'll drive the cannibals away <laughs> uh yeah i like really really recommend try not to watch the english dub because it's bad but um mm. a very good like truly scary movie you know what's weird car hmm. i think it would be very easy to trace back the last decade of horror video games to this movie because I think so, too. Every single horror game, it seems like, is like a found footage, like through the eyes of a camera type thing. And I feel like it's not drawing from Blair Witch. I feel like it's drawing from this movie, if I had to guess. it. I had that thought and I don't know anything about video <laughs> yeah, games. You just knew. So like, yeah, it yeah. felt like that. And there is one part um, where the like design of a scary thing that they choose feels like what video games yeah. are designing well, off of. Sure. Okay. Yeah. That kind of unsold me a little bit, but okay. I'm with you. <laughs> but it feels so like, like deeply original, I guess for that time. Um, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Like before all of this. Right. Stuff, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. And a really fun uh, main characters where like they're a local news crew who just like gets caught up in this. Okay. Um, and I like the main main character is just like this very fun, like little, what's the right word? Um, 
a kind of hyperactive news lady. Oh, okay. uh, and Chipper. she's just like a, a fun person to spend some time with, even if it's like her being uh, terrified for most of it. Very cool. How did, yeah. how did we never get like an American or did we? Like, we did. It's called Quarantine. Oh, no, that's a that Soderbergh one? movie. What? No, that's contagious. Unsane. Oh, insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a cure for wellness. Uh, what was it? A quarantine? Yeah. I've if you look up it. the movie cover, you'll recognize it. It oh. was like a big deal. Uh, I feel I like my parents might have watched it, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you do you think you could put five minutes of World War Z in front of our parents and tell them it was any movie ever made? And they'd be like, yeah. I saw that. I don't know what you mean by that. We saw this, didn't we? What? Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know Brad Pitt was in Saving Pineapple Private Express? Ryan. <laughs> uh, Cara, I have a question for you. What's up? As a moviologist, right? Yes, I am. As someone with at least 600 logs on letterboxd.com. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you care at all about 4K video? Yeah. I think I do, and I also don't know if I've ever, like, seen it. <laughs> okay. So you feel compelled to get a 4K television in order to see movies better. But have not um, done so yet. I look forward to, at some point in my life, having a 4K TV, but I don't see myself actually, like, wanting it enough to spend money on it anytime soon. The next TV you get will just happen to be 4K, is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering. I don't know. Do you? Uh, obviously not, because I don't have a 4K television. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird, because I really do care about, like, fidelity with media and all that stuff. But yeah. I have not felt compelled to go get a 4K TV. Yet, even though they're much cheaper now than they used to be. I noticed when watching Social Network, like, the setup we were watching on was... I guess, like, I have a pretty decent setup, I think, at my place. You've complained about it a lot before, though. I know. Because of the glare. Well, the gl- I think that's it. It's, like, that and just, like, having a bigger screen really helps. Like, yeah. it, it was such a different experience than watching movies uh, with my setup. But Yeah. Because <sighs> when I watch it? TVs, oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> when I watch movies at home. I'm sitting very close to the television, and that's the way I like it. Oh, weird. Yeah. Like, how close? I would say less than six feet away. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I like being up close. I like it filling my vision. Because when we watched The Social Network, we were a room away. I don't think like that. That is very strange to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, I have a harder time getting into movies when I'm like, when there's a room between me and the movie. Huh. <laughs> That's all I got. But how could you have a hard time getting into the Winklevi and Justin Timberlake? <laughs> Don't fish eat other fish. That's Marlins a funny line. Trunk. Yeah. So why can't Sorkin write a movie anymore? Or like what happened? Well, he did. Uh, Moneyball. Was it I that like Moneyball. Oh, I love Moneyball. Yeah. That is weird that that's him, though. That doesn't feel very Sorkin to me from what I remember. Yeah. But, I think huh. he really needs to not direct movies. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Same oh, with well. me. 
<laughs> Sorkin, I won't direct movies if you don't direct movies. Let's you do have to get the mob beating up Jessica Chastain clip, though. Oh, I've got it. Oh, God. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Uh, such upsetting. a weird left turn for that movie <laughs> yes it is and it's one of the more like i guess maybe i don't know i just feel like that's one of the more visceral like person getting beat up scenes i've seen in a while it does feel dangerous in a way which is yeah. effective. and you can like feel each blow like it really right. doesn't oh god we'll just go bars in the back yeah. She must have she keeps her fridge much better stocked than I do if she can stay in her apartment for two weeks or whatever. Well, I would like starve to death. quarantine. Oh. Hmm. Never stop me from going to the grocery store, I'll tell you that. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Any other movie quick hits you want to get in car before we Don't think so. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll ju- I will just say the visit was actually like quite fun. I did a lot of Shamalon uh yeah bullying i guess sure you did. call it um, he called me up after that went up and he was like oh <laughs> why is carly being so mean? i just try to make my movies and i try and i try and i try yeah so like the visit in general like felt like a real movie um That's and it good. Like, looked good and stuff and the <laughs> twist so mean. sorry but a lot of his don't okay um the twist genuinely messed me up like, okay. I was like, no, <laughs> this can't, this can't be. be. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's it's like the handsome Gretel-ish one, right? Where it's like, crawl into the oven. Yes. Which, holy crap. I was so anxious. <sighs> That's good, though. Yeah. That's what he was going for, right? Yeah. No, I think he's, like it's very successful. Okay. Well. You watched another Shyamalan, didn't you? Or just... I don't think so. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. You were going to watch Signs, I think, and then... Oh, I yeah, I still got to get to that. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. Swing away. Um, should we get into some movies coming out? Heck yeah, dude. What is this? This is dirty. Wait, what is this? This movie already came out, but we didn't talk about this last time. Yeah, I think that's because oh last God. time we did it, we recorded before that oh, weekend. True. So that's we true, covered the. I love this after. one. Okay, can you read me the description for Don't Look Back? <laughs> <laughs> it's unknown because I couldn't find a snippet for it. <laughs> Maybe don't put it on here. I'm deleting it. No, don't. Seriously, don't. <laughs> I don't want it to go away. Okay. It's back. No, did you? <laughs> I, it's, it's back. <gasps> okay. Whew. Okay. <clears throat> These descriptions are far too long for us to read. Yeah, I mean, okay, so let's just pick a few because there's okay. so many. Okay. Um, notably, Rebecca's coming out this okay. week. What's the description, please? Okay. A young newlywed arrives at her husband's imposing family estate on a windswept English coast and finds herself battling the shadow of his first wife, Rebecca, whose legacy lives on in the house long after her death. Uh, this is very exciting to me. I like this book. I like oh, okay. the movie. Okay. I think it was a Hitchcock movie. Okay. Um, Army Hammer's in it. That's Ooh. great. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I hope it's good. Okay. I'm kind of excited for The Witches, to be completely honest with oh, you. Oh, are you? I was yeah. kind of wondering about that. Yeah. I don't think I ever read that Roald Dahl. A little boy and his kindly grandmother <laughs> thwart the efforts of a coven of witches. 
to rid Britain of children. <laughs> By turning them into mice. It's got Anne Hathaway in it. That's what I was going to say. Are you afraid? I love Anne Hathaway. Okay. We didn't talk about the Devil Wears Prada at all, but I didn't think oh, it was very good. Oh, that's right. Um, it is good. We can't end with it there. Okay. Uh, that's a great we disagree movie. on the quality of Devil Wears Prada. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's more than fine. They made a second Borat, huh? Yes. Why? I don't know. This isn't <laughs> Trump is not Bush. True. Okay. I just wanted to get that out there. I wanted to set the story straight. <laughs> um, I just don't know if that character, like I, I've never seen Borat, but I don't think we're in the same climate where. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't think I've seen all of the first Borat. So. I probably won't watch this one. Bruno 2. <laughs> More dildos. Um, hmm. What else is floating your boat here, Kai? So, shithouse, I think the thing that you said was dirty. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, that came out. out Friday. I've heard it's actually very good. I'll probably check it out. A lonely college freshman forges a strong connection with his resident assistant during a fraternity party. Yeah. There's something you know about this movie that I don't. I just know that a critic I like said it was very nice. So. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah, that's enough for me. OK. Um, Bad hair, huh? Yeah. Huh. Everything else here is pretty. Huh. I do. I have been meaning to set the record straight. I made a mistake a few <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> Um, Jillionaire, I wrote off based on the description as uh, dumb. Yes, I've since been corrected. It okay. seems very pleasant. A lot of people really like it. I'll watch it. Okay. I regret my statements. And in saying this, I'm currently reminding myself, hey, some of these might be great. Who knows? Who Max am I to reload. say based off of the one sentence description? The nether blasters. It does kind of beg the question why we... Uh, do this at all but i like reading the descriptions <laughs> and trying accents sometimes the place of no words <laughs> an innocent question by <laughs> i don't know where that one one's going an innocent question by a oh, little no. boy sets a family on an imaginative <laughs> i need imaginative. To... <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> to explore oh, where do God. we go when we die Oh. That took a turn I wasn't expecting there at the end. Yeah. No words for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Radium girls. Early in the 20th century, women. Next. <laughs> it's about like women dying. <laughs> oh, this is like everybody. I have heard like I, I promise you at least five people at work have asked me about this situation. I'm like, have you heard? Did you hear about this? Oh, seriously? Yeah, and not like recently, like just like over the course of my tenure. It's weird because like, there was like a TV special about it or something. And people keep asking me about it or talking to me about it. And I don't want to huh. talk about it anymore. I know It'll, nothing about it and I have no interest in oh, seeing this movie. They would lick the the little brush they would use. Oh. And it was radioactive and they all started getting like jaw cancer. Oh, and stuff. God. Yeah. What a depressing uh, situation. I'm going to read this book length description of Synchronic <sighs> okay, in the slowest 
voice no, possible. Please. <laughs> what accent am I going with for this one, Car? Um, how about the film is uh, synchronic, like a New York accent. Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. When New York. What's like a good youper? Uh, oh. When New Orleans paramedics and longtime best friends Steve and Dennis are called to a series of bizarre and gruesome accidents, they talk it up to a mysterious new drug. Oh, sorry. Found at the scene. But after Dennis's oldest daughter disappears, Steve stumbles upon a terrifying truth about the supposed psychedelic that will challenge everything he knows about reality and the flow of time itself. That was very good. Congratulations. I It was like a fugue state. I don't remember a single thing I just said. <laughs> uh, huh. I don't, I think that's, that's funny. How many movies in the last 10 years would you, do you think you could boil down to a mysterious new drug has unforeseen consequences? I guess I like, like maybe like point. Oh, one percent of all movies. Whatever. I feel like we get one of those a week where it's like Jamie Foxx for some reason and a mysterious new drug. And then it like gives him super strength or something, but he loses control of his moral compass. Uh, Am I wrong? Yeah, I think you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. I swear Jamie Foxx was in a movie less than six months ago where a mysterious new drug had unforeseen consequences. Hmm. We may have talked about it on this very podcast at some point. Actually, I think I might know what you're talking about. (laughs) Screw you. I'm smart. Okay. Okay. Well, Kari, that's movies. I feel like we, I feel like what happened was movies stopped coming out and then this became the worst thing we could possibly do. (laughs) Maybe it is helpful just for me when I'm doing the research, but I don't know that it yeah. serves in any other way. How often do you go watch one of these movies? Like, never? Sometimes? Um, never? Yeah. I think I've well, watched more movies than you have. Via this method. <laughs> yeah, that might be true. Max but Reload. how else would we have learned Yeah, about Max Reload? That's a great question. It's all worth it. Hubie Halloween is on this list. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, boy. Dream Horse, which I intend to see at some point. The re-release of Inception. The re-release of Inception is my favorite movie. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, Carly. Yes. We're going to do like a horror movie thing, it sounds like. So please don't give me a lot of movies to watch for next time. I thought I was supposed to give you zero, so I didn't prepare anything. Okay. Well, I'll watch Saw 3 at the very least. Oh, yay. (laughs) And uh, we'll, we'll... We'll meet back. Yeah. It'd be cool if we did that Halloween cast as the pillows on the windows so that we don't also have to do pillows on the windows. Works for me, bruv. Okay. Very good. So look for that. It's our ghost-tacular. Ooh, it's going to be so spooky. Ghosties will be in attendance, Car. Ooh, I'm nervous about that. I know. And mummies and werewolves. Sure. Those are less scary. Willow the Wisps. Hmm. A Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> okay. Is there a scare? Is there like a monster that is still scary? Um, the there's this one movie 
called The Ritual, which has a really scary monster. It's not really what I was asking, but I, I okay. understand. You're it. saying like a monster of lore? Yes. Like a yeah. tradu- like a trope, like a monster archetype. Do you count aliens? Are you talking about the alien aliens? No. <laughs> You're just talking all aliens. Yeah. You're talking like <laughs> Boba Fett or whatever. I'm just saying aliens can be scary. <laughs> Can you name an example? I guess the alien from Alien. Oh my god. Bye. <laughs> it's not even true. I could beat it up if I wanted to. Oh my 